0: Welcome to the Your Mom Has a Blog Podcast. I'm Chad Edgington.
1: And I'm Melissa Edgington.
0: And here we are, uh, day number...
1: Nine.
0: Nine of the nutty November. Uh, 30 days to a deeper relationship with your spouse. A deeper connection in your marriage. A deeper connection in your marriage. I don't know.
1: It's (laughs) 1130, so...
0: It's late. Are you awake?
1: Yeah, I'm awake.
0: Okay. I feel... I'm wide awake, man. I've been... We had our last football game of the year just just uh, moments ago. It ended, and then we do this thing in Texas. It's like a church thing called Fifth Quarter. I guess they do that probably in other states too. I don't know, but I've never heard of it being done anywhere else except for in Texas. And so, what we do is we uh, we uh, have people make lots of cookies. And then the kids go play volleyball and basketball and nine square in the air. And there's a little devotion where you try to take kids that have been hyped up at a football game and make them listen to you preach. And then you threaten them, hey, guys, I'll just I'll just end this right now. Y'all can all go home. I'm just asking for a few minutes here, you know.
1: Does that happen every time? Every time,
0: yeah. It's just the way it goes.
1: See, what I remember fifth quarters being when I was in mm-hmm. high school is you would go... Eat food, then you would either play a game or you would watch one of those scary youth group movies. Mm, yeah. You know. About, about the rapture. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know, the rapture films as a genre, like they seem to go have gone away. And then there was like a left behind movie that Sean Penn was in or something recently <laughs> and i was like this is i think that's who it was it's like that's or maybe it's nicholas cage or something like that you're like what they're still making these yeah but i guess people are still dispensational you know i go back and forth between am I a dispensational or not Uh but anyway dispensationalist but uh whatever so what we're talking about so we're going to make this a short one yes yes okay here's a short so a short podcast so anyway i've been you know i've eaten a lot of cookies tonight and so i'm hyped up on sugar hmm. probably going to pay for that tomorrow with a massive migraine
1: probably so but that's
0: life <laughs> so hey, before we jump into our topic okay
1: we forgot last night to talk a little bit about the giveaway oh yeah so don't forget our giveaway launches now in 7 days on, our, on the day of our 100th podcast episode, we will be launching the giveaway. And um, on my Facebook page, I've been kind of slowly rolling out all of the amazing prizes. I mean, this is a huge prize package. One winner takes all. And it just keeps getting better and better. The people who are participating are emailing me this week and making even better offers to our listeners. So it's so cool. I'm really excited.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is unprecedented in the history of, of podcasting. Such a huge giveaway. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think of something I'm going to give away, too. You know? Really? Yeah. I'm going to give something away really special, like a, a, a jacket from the church clothes closet. Just something. <laughs> I've got one in my closet that's really cool. It's like a Fonzie jacket.
1: That's going to just be the icing yeah. on top of the cake.
0: So uh, people are going to love it. Anyway, well, let's get to our, our uh, deeper connection with your spouse topic. We've been talking about the, the great problem with husbands and wives fighting, being contentious, and want to mention you know, why I like to try to give credit where credit is due. And uh, a lot of this stuff's really good stuff, right? I, when I kind of came up with this list, you probably thought I was brainstorming.
1: Yeah, I thought this man's a marriage genius.
0: Yeah, what I basically did is I just read some of Baxter's Christian directory. This is a guy named Richard Baxter was a Puritan. He lived hundreds of years ago and wrote, you know, these this nutty book full of lists, just directing Christians on how to act, how to pray, how to go to church, what to do when you're sick. Whether you can watch dogs fight bears and bet on it. I mean, just crazy stuff that only came up, you know, 400 years ago. And yet, the stu- his stuff on marriage is really good. Yeah. So, we've kind of been uh, doing a little bit of takeoff, you know, kind of using Richard Baxter as a starting point and uh, seeing where that leads. So, uh, where we are now, uh, talking about the great problem with husbands and wives that are contentious and always fighting. Yesterday, we talked about watch what you say. And then tonight, what is our topic, Melissa?
1: Tonight the topic is love each other even when you don't feel love for each yeah, other. Yeah,
0: so how do I stop fighting with my spouse? Well, love each other even when you don't feel it, when you don't feel like you want to. Um, so how do, how do we do that? How do you do that? You know,
1: Chad... You probably have
0: to do that more than I do.
1: DC Talk probably said it best. Yo, love is a verb. verb.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I remember that.
1: I think that um, there is a lot of value in behaving in loving ways towards your spouse, even when you don't feel all that loving. And that doesn't necessarily mean you have to, you know, be kissing all over them or something if you don't feel loving but you can do things that you know will help them you can yeah. you can be kind to them even if you don't feel like being kind you can you know you can still wash his underwear you can wash her car you know and do things like that that are serving each other a little bit of that goes a long way especially if you're upset with each other because it's hard to stay mad at someone that you're serving you know and that is serving you Mhm.
0: And I think there's a tendency when we think about marriage to think of marriage only in the context of romantic love.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Romantic love is great. It's good to romantically love someone. It's good to have feelings for someone. But when you marry someone, um, it's not as though uh, the romance sh- uh, goes away, but certainly the dynamic of the relationship changes to where now it's... it's. Um, it is such a comprehensive partnership, mm-hmm. okay that it encompasses a lot more than just you know some sort of romantic feelings. Now you're in this partnership that you've been uh, that you've you've established to run a household, to educate children spiritually. And in other ways, um, to support one another, to help one another, to do all these things. And when you're mad and you're fighting, think of all the things that break down that need to be working and operating.
1: Right.
0: So sometimes we have to look at marriage not just as the vehicle for romantic love, which gives us warm and fuzzy feelings, but... It's the way that we've been called to live life. And we have a duty. And there's a duty there that love, if love is a verb, sometimes love means that you do your responsibilities even though you don't always feel like doing those things. And it's sort of like going to church. People, I think most people only show up, there's, there, I shouldn't say most people, there are a lot of people who show up at church whenever they feel like it. Right, And if you were to ask them to live a comprehensive Christian life, if you were to ask them to be faithful to worship with the local body of believers all the time, it would just be a wild idea to them. Because they are only used to coming to church when they feel like it. Right. When it strikes their fancy. And not being committed. But I would say the people who are able to glean the most out of church the ones who are able to who reap the most reward and who do the most good are the people who are there and they're there regardless of their feelings
1: the people who say this is just what we do on Sundays it this, doesn't matter how we feel this is When it. the time comes. we go to church yeah well I think that couples especially well I, I think men and women both um kind of panic sometimes whenever they think, oh, I don't feel in love with this person. Mm -hmm. And they think this must mean that we shouldn't be together anymore. I mean, I shouldn't be in a loveless marriage. I don't feel in love. Mm. And to that I would say there are so many phases in marriage that you go through. You know, there are times when you're really... Everything's firing on all cylinders, everything's going great, and there are times whenever you're in a really low spot, and you just can't seem to get on the same page about anything, and there's just a lot of disagreement, and that phase passes, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, every phase passes. It's just like the weather in Texas, it's going to change on you any second. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what marriage is like, too. You just have to hang in there. You have to say, look, I may not feel in love at this moment, but I know that I love this person. Right. And so I'm going to continue to act as if I love this person, and I'm going to do the things that a person who loves someone does. Yeah. And then eventually the phase passes, and, you know, your feelings change.
0: And a lot of times it passes in, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. So you can, you know, I've made mistakes in the past of just being grouchy or being you know and I'm sure I'll make them again but you don't realize how just a just a small amount of time uh and 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 maybe something else happening getting a phone call seeing something on tv reading something this this just the smallest thing can change your outlook on life
1: yeah
0: so just do what you know you're supposed to be doing uh and a lot of times that's love I mean that's when you do what is right um, the Bible says you know the person that that loves does no wrong to his neighbor, and what is love well love um, the way the Bible talks about love, love is commandment keeping mm-hmm. love is if you think about the Ten Commandments, love for God would be to do those things um, in the first table where you learn how. To, to not have an idol, to not have any other gods before him, to keep the name holy, to keep the day holy. And then love towards other people is commandment-keeping towards people. It's loving not to kill somebody. It's loving not to lie about somebody. It's loving not to take another man's wife. It's these. these so love is commandment-keeping when you don't really even need the list of rules. Right. You just naturally do what's required. So
1: You have to keep things in perspective in your marriage. You know, when... One thing that I try to do is if I'm upset or if I think, oh man, this is just going horribly today between us, you know, and I'm just feeling angry or anything like that, I try to stop myself and think, what if today was our last day? Mm-hmm. What if today was our last day together? Would this thing that I'm upset about matter in the least? Mm-hmm. And that can really kind of snap you back into reality whenever yeah. you start getting obsessed with your own feelings about things. If you just stop and think, you know, we're not promised another minute together. Is this really what I want us to be focusing on mm. right now, you know?
0: Yeah, that's really good. So, uh, one of the best ways to to cut down on the fighting is to love even when you don't feel like it. So. Uh let's put that into practice.
1: Yeah. Alright, thanks for listening, y'all, and we'll see you tomorrow.
0: See you tomorrow on nutty November. Bye-bye. Bye bye.